The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Good morning, guys. Today is Fun Friday. Are you guys having a good Friday today? Got your coffee going, looking comfy around the room. Feeling good today? I feel like (laughs) I say this all the time. I bet I said it last week. Like Friday during football season is the best day because like the week's over, like the hard part of the week is over. All the possibilities are endless. Like you got Texas OU tomorrow. Maybe Texas will win. Maybe the Cowboys will win. Like just no It'll reason. Be a great weekend, maybe. No reason know. not to be excited on a Friday before exactly. football season. Exactly. Football weekend. Nick, Sorry. I'm I'm good. Good to go. Ready to go. <laughs> I'm just like I don't know what I'll I was. Let's have to call you out. No, no I'm ready to go. Out of you. I like Saturday better than Friday, but whatever. This is you, you're almost there. Who's Arkansas have this weekend? Shut up. But that's wow. That's kind of my point. I mean, come on, you. No, I mean, but you see, he's still gonna follow. Nick's Alabama. Gonna watch. Oh, I didn't Alabama. Really, I didn't realize it was that kind of. That's why Friday's the best because on Friday, <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> on maybe Ar- maybe Arkansas Even beats small, Alabama. But on yeah. Saturday, you have to we, sit down and face reality. We <laughs> are facing the defending champions from last. Actually, oh, both of my teams are facing the defending champions tomorrow. That's right. Alabama, uh-huh. Arkansas, we're gonna score a point and. Midwestern State is taking on Texas A&M Commerce, and that will be a big game. Ooh. Oh man, big yeah. see, and that's that's stressful, which is why Friday is the best because no. that's tomorrow. That's future Dave's problem. Yeah. I wonder if all fans are like this. I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. I think for me, like the the big games, Texas OU, it's more stressful. When we win, it's more relief than it is excitement. Yeah, is that the same way for most fans when you're talking about your when you're talking about your team? Is it more stressful and more? I just, I just, I hope they win more than you're elated after they get a big win. As a football fan, my favorite week of the year is the bye week because I can't lose, can't lose on the bye. <laughs> like I, yeah, but they, there's no football. Well, no football for my team, but right. I can watch everybody else. Which okay. don't I mean? Obviously, oh, I want to okay. watch my team. You got to learn how to live like me. I only worry about one team, and that's just the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, but I can only stress out about one team, and that's it, it. Isn't it stressful though? That's enough. That's plenty. Which yeah, I don't need another. It's team. better when they're not. Need that's the thing. Team. You got so, when you got so many teams. Like I got a lot of teams. I'm looking at college and then pro, and then when basketball gets started, I'll be watching Texas basketball. Like there's always something for you to be stressed about when that's, it comes to your teams. I. Uh, people expect me to be excited about LSU being five and zero, and it's just stressful. Like I'm just like, these, <laughs> like when is this you going to drop? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to playing Florida on the road tomorrow. Get the hell out of here. That's why Friday is the best day. <laughs> right. Okay, you made All a right. point. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, let's get into it, guys. So let's start off with uh, Randy Gregory. He wasn't at practice yesterday, just kind of doing his little league routine, visiting the league. League and, routine. <laughs> yeah. Little. <laughs> little league routine. Yeah. Um, he was there today. He was there today practicing, but the question mark is still for David Irving, who has still not practiced, yet Jerry Jones came out yesterday and basically pretty much implied and was very emphatic of saying he's going to make his debut this Sunday against the Texans. He said again this morning, he's... um 
they asked him about Randy Gregory and David Irving, and he was like, I don't want to get into the details of what's going on with them right now, but I expect him to be helping us beat the Texans on Sunday night. So, so expecting helping a guy us. to help beat he said, the Texans. He said, play a role, which yeah. I think you're crazy if you think David Irving's going to play more than like 15 snaps, maybe 20. Right. But it, it, what's amazing is, is not only has he not practiced all summer or, or all training camp, didn't play in preseason, hasn't played the first four games. He's practiced one time this week, practiced Wednesday. He's not practicing today or yesterday because of an off-field family issue or family matter, something. I mean, he's got one practice. And somebody puts on their um, round table, you know, blueprint that, you know, he's the guy I'm looking at. Yeah, <laughs> that, that Nick was, was like, that's my guy to watch. That's what I want to see. Well, if he does any, I mean, it'll he's be. He's a freak, though. I mean, that's the difference. I mean, he I, has he has that kind of ability we'll see to where with a limited practice you would think he can give you something not a lot i mean i think dave's right but i think he can you would expect we'll he can give see. you something i agree with you but i just i don't know i gotta see it for like i, I mean what do we know like, about jerry jones he's the eternal optimist like just because jerry thinks he's gonna play on friday right. doesn't mean that they won't have a conversation two hours before game time and be like he always reserves the right well wait yeah. wait wait, 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 wait. Before, Absolutely. You, before you get to two hours before game time just remember this like by tomorrow they have to cut someone. It's true. See, if he was just inactive or not, that's one thing. But you have to actually cut a guy off of your football team right now and probably a guy that could play because maybe because of their injury situation. So I think IR becomes a factor there too. So I mean it's possible. you don't necessarily have to cut somebody, you could move somebody to IR and then there you go, right? True. That is at Who? which I don't know. There's there's a lot of people on the injury report. And one of them's been on the end report, and you guys, according Travis to what you guys, yeah, the way you guys were talking about, it, you thought it should they should have put him on IR a long time ago. Well, the eight week IR, right, long right, time ago, right. Which but I'm saying either are. way, you've got other options. I mean, obviously, yeah. we don't know what's going on with Terrence Williams. Yesterday on the injury report, now the foot is being as, as is a part of it. It's not injury not related, injury related, but they but capitalized foot, foot. slash <laughs> foot, yes. foot. So either way, either way, bold now and an injury, now an injury is a part of that. So I guess. If it came down to it, he could be a guy that you could decide you want something, to put on IR. Some, something's got to give. I think I've said that five times this week. But just and it doesn't have to be about Terrence. It doesn't necessarily have to be about Travis. But you got to do something. Right. You got to do something. Um, which this I I thought about that. Like this team has not had a lot of reason to do Saturday transactions in recent years. Like it used to be when this team was talent poor and they were just scraping the bottom of the barrel for players. Uh, they um. They would do these Saturday transactions all the time where, you know, it's like, oh, they recalled so-and-so from the practice squad and they sent this guy down. Like, they haven't done that the last two years. Yeah. But I feel like they're going to need to do something when today. take off. Yeah. No, we'll be on the plane and right. they'll be it's like, we, David Irving has been hour. added to the roster. It's yeah, an hour flight. Well, so Also, they bumped, much. they bumped our flight back to three. We usually yeah. leave at one. So They did that so I could watch the Texas nice. game. I would, imagine, I would imagine that they've done something by the time we're getting on the plane. You'd hope so. Wasn't this the year that David Irving came back looking a little chubby? In the off season, yeah. Th this was it, yeah. right? He showed. So, I mean, he was he wasn't here in like February and March, and he kind of he showed back up in April. And how is he looking right now? I haven't seen him around. I think I saw him like working out a few weeks ago out there, but I didn't really pay much attention because he was kind of far away. But I, I think shape wise, have you seen him? He, yeah, I mean, he he looks fine to me. I don't like. I think I said this like an hour ago. I was like, I don't like to question people's physique because then it comes back on me. Like, I'm not. <laughs> so who are you? Yeah. Like, people are like, who are you to talk about somebody's physique? I do right. not have a six-pack unless it's in my fridge. So Let me clarify. Chubby-er compared to what he 
is used he's to not, being. He's not. He's like not a, big guy. He looks, ESPN's not calling for the body issue. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's his. Although he's already done his own. Oh, version he, of the he's body taking issue. care of that. So, which okay, maybe he doesn't look chiseled, but he looks fine to me. The big thing. The big thing for me is. I see little kids. Little kids. I don't know what's going There's, on. There's, it's cool there's a lot out. of cute little kids today. I'm, this is, is cool, huh? Is school out today? No. Not not for my kids. My I, mean, kids. I just see a lot of cute little kids on the tours this week. Yeah. Usually they come this, you know, about this high, but then they're down a little low today. Cute little Texas baby. She's ready for the game. <laughs> huh? Easily this. Okay. Sorry, we're distracted. <laughs> no, I get distracted by get back to your point. I don't Sorry, know what it is. You're, I don't remember what it was. Oh, he looked. He, look, he looks fine. Chubby. He hasn't played football in a year. He's probably not in football shape. That's like, I don't completely trust he's going to suit up for this game until I see him do it. Honestly. Really? Yeah. Now. I, it, that is a big ask. Even if he's a super freak. <laughs> It's a big ask to because ask. Because he missed training camp and offseason and all He has practiced one time since late November of last year. Yeah. That's, it's a I lot. mean, football is serious business. Like, they always say, like, nothing is like playing football against grown men. Yeah. So, for so what? He's, he's played football for two hours in a controlled, non contact setting in a year, and he's going to go out and have this role in a real game on prime time? Yeah. That's. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I just I I will believe it for sure when I see him in a uniform. Now you still have Malik Collins and Antoine Woods being limited. Let's suppose that Jerry Jones is right with what he's saying, and we do get to see David Irving this weekend, and now adding Randy Gregory as well. How would this D line look with the guys that you got right now and the question marks here and there? Were Are you, we expecting Malik Collins to? Were you at practice today? Yeah, Malik was doing stuff. Yeah, they're gonna need at least one of those guys. They need Malik or Woods or both to be available. Like they just one of them has to. Yeah, they if were, they don't, they, they have to. Would they then have to sign somebody? Because I just don't know if they have the numbers at that point. Do they? Well, yeah. like, like if, let's if, all, if those two guys and David Irving don't don't do anything, then I would say yeah. What if what if David Irving was active but those two okay. guys were not? Crawford's gonna play tackle, right? So is still have Ross. Ross. So is Karan Reed. Right. So you'd have three. Three, and then you just need one of those three. Yeah, one of those yeah. three are going to play. Probably right. two. Yeah. I think but you, but right. you guys feel good that those two. Yeah. At least one of them. And then, be and then if if Irving is active, then I, you know, you probably, you might have to cut one. You might have to cut Karan Reed. Maybe. I don't think you'd do that for this game, given the problems you have at tackle. I, th- I, I lean toward thinking it'll be an IR. Yeah. Just. Cut ties with Terrence and you figure out what you're going to do there with or him. or Travis. I don't. I mean that there's there. There's Not cut ties, by the way. He's saying no, he's saying put him on IR. No, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> IR. Sorry, yeah, no. it's not taking it that far. No, no, yeah. All right, yeah. I, David, I wouldn't. No, 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 yeah, I wouldn't. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, yeah. What about the uh, inactives? <laughs> well, let's figure out. Yes, that's what I'm going next. Uh, let's figure out the inactives. Obviously, you got the three ones: Travis Frederick, Sean Lee, and then Mike White. Those are the three for sure. Who are the rest? I would throw Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is an inactive until otherwise right. noted. Uh, There'll be one of those wide receivers, either Terrence or or uh, Bryce. Bryce, right? I would it has say to be Terrence, Terrence again, if he's yeah. on the oh, roster. If he's, by yeah, if he's on the if he's not on the roster, though, do you think they put do you think they put Bryce down? Just go five receivers. Yeah, good. I mean, they did last week. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play. Yeah, yeah, good. That's point. what I'm saying. Like it, it was, they had him there, but he didn't play. So um, maybe you do go a little, you, you go a little heavier at defensive tackle just because of all the injury situations, right. and maybe Irving can't go as long. Xavier Suafilo will be inactive until otherwise noted right. as well. So. Ibrahim Campbell. Yeah, could do that. Is that your, is he your fourth safety right now? Yeah. He's been playing though. 
He, I mean, he, yeah, he's he been active, so no, that's not good. And I mean, is he completely healthy? Do you feel comfortable? No, that's yeah. a good point. And plus, he played at the Texans this year, so he's going to give inside information. Who, who that always say? happens. Who? Heath. Oh. Jeff. Jeff Heath. That's a, this is you can't sit Chris Covington because of the injury to Lee. Um, I don't want to sit a defensive tackle. Well, it's it's got to be a tackle though. It's got to be at least one of those guys. Yeah, they can't right now. They have four. One of those three probably sits, and so oh, I. They have six. They have six. Oh, you said one of those three between Irving, Woods, um, and Malik. Okay, you don't. One of them you don't think is healthy enough to play. Plus, you don't need that many defensive tackles. Probably. Or you could do two, and and actually, Karan Reed could be in it. That's true. Yeah, you could sit Karan Reed if you feel good about those guys. I unless, of course, Karan Reed's the guy that's out for Irving to be. A lot of moving parts there, this there week. Is. And that's the thing. It's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what's happening Saturday. That's why I would say for those guys listening, make sure you're checking in Saturday because Saturday will be when we find out some of these parts because they'll have to make a move. And if they don't make a move to get Irving on the roster, obviously, then the, the thought is he's going to have that one week exemption. Yeah. yeah. But if they make some kind of move, then it'll start kind of clearing up some of this so you kind but, of get an idea of which direction they're. Thinking. But you also think if, if he will be on the team on Monday. So got to do something. So look, then, look yeah. for the inactive guy. Might be cut, because, or, or you know what I mean? Because you, you don't, don't want to get a guy hurt no. that you're going to cut. Karan, want to cut. Karan Reed is a decent guess if you feel good about the health of your other guys. Because yeah. you brought him in as an emergency option anyway, so you could release him on Monday, right. even if Irving doesn't go. Right. All right. Well, let's take our first break, and when we come back, we'll answer some of y'all's questions. You can hit us at Cowboys Break, or you can call us at. Dave, what, where can people call us 888-855-2297 is the number. Damn. Oh, dang. I, oh, I've been right. saying it so many years I was going to say, I've, I've been on this show for like a year and a half now, and I don't. You don't have to say it every day. I, don't, I say it every true. day. Well, there you have it, guys. Oh. 888-855-2297 is the number. Check it out. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. 
That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Back to the break. All right, we are back on the second segment of the break, answering some of y'all's questions through Twitter or through a future phone call that you might give us in a little bit. So, what'd you say? Future phone call. Through oh, a future phone call. Phone oh. call. What'd you hear? I, I don't Something know, dirty, probably. No. no. Oh, dirty minded. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Throw me out there. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. First question, how long can Seek last with this kind of workload? And this is something that we keep talking about, and Seek. I think, yeah, Seek. Uh, in, into 2020 or 2021, I mean, he's actually he's got fewer carries right now than he had at this point in his rookie season. Yeah. And I, I know he got banged up last week. I, I don't care. He's fine. I, so he, you didn't would, miss you a, he didn't even miss a day of practice, so... That's when it became a situation where it's like well, that's just the nature of football. That's I'm just playing football. I'm young. So kind of repeat got, last game. I'm just young. Keep repeating that. I got fresh legs. I'm ready to get the ball any way I can. That's what he said on Wednesday. Yep. I'm taking him at his word. And Run. Keep giving it to the him. damn ball. And like we'll you were it. saying earlier in the week, if if they start using him more in the passing game, that kind of ease his body a little yeah, bit I mean, as far as. It's you know I know people have been whining about his carry count this year. Like he only had 16 in Seattle, but it's not that common for him to get as many as he got against the lions. Like he has only gone, gone 25 or more like five or six times in his career. So 20, 22 carries and a handful of receptions. Love it. To win this game. Will we need a big play from special teams? Um, yeah, I think so. I think you have to rely more on special teams. I think you do. Well, I'll say this. You definitely don't need to give up anything big on special teams. Um, you know, kick kickoff return is, is is a lost thing. That that doesn't even really happen anymore. Um, hardly ever see kickoff returns, and even the punt returns now are getting to the point where they you know they're so high and hang time. Most of them it's just a fair catch. So it's really about making a mistake. I mean, big plays on special team to me are like punts that you know get downed inside the the ten, and or you know a penalty when you think you're going to get the ball at the thirty, you got good field position, and all of a sudden there was a holding penalty, and now it's back at the twenty or fifteen yard line. So you know it, it's almost about eliminating mistakes on special teams to to mess up your field position, because with this team, if they're backed up inside the twenty, they're I don't trust that they're getting out of it. Yeah. Uh, they're already conservative as it is. They're not going to be anything better if they're way back there. I will say, and I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen this weekend, but you can last like three years. You can count on this team for like a block or a you know recovery on a muff or a fake. Like a fake, they, yeah. I mean, Chris Jones has faked at least three mm-hmm. in the last three or four years. Eagles game in sixteen comes to mind. The Raiders game last year, right? He did. He faked it in that game, right? Raiders, yeah. And then, you know, I my boy Kyle Wilbur it seemed like he was good for a fumble recovery on a special teams play once a year. So he's not here. Yeah, no, and that's <laughs> I, I would like to see somebody step up and do Where something like that. Oakland. But he's one of Basaccia just wrangled just all of the all leftover guys. Yeah. guys. Yeah. Sure is helping. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, let's take a call from Brian in Waco. What up, Brian? Hey guys. Hey, how's everyone doing? Great. Great. How are you? What up? 
Doing good, doing good. Hey, uh, that Josh Gordon looked pretty good yesterday, didn't he? Sure did. Sure yeah, did. Yeah, how about that? Mm. Didn't cost a lot so, either. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you, know, you guys don't have to spend too much time on this. Um, just kind of indulge me for a minute. I've been kind of thinking about this for uh, most of the season. Uh, if there was a hypothetical game that, uh, and this is just totally, you know, hypothetical, uh, between the 2016 Cowboys and the 2014 Cowboys, if they were to play each other, um, how, how, how do you guys think that would ever go? I, I'm curious to see what, how, you know, just what you would think about that. I think there'd be some interesting uh, matchups, how they would uh, play against each other. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. I mean, that that's a weird question, but... I, I, I like it. I like that's it, too, question. but... I mean, don't you think it, it's no. it? It is exactly what it is. Is like Romo versus Dak. Isn't that kind of what that's saying? I have two main thoughts, which I think the sixteen defense was noticeably better than the fourteen defense. Maybe that's because I was just reviewing stats on that, but that fourteen defense was leaky and they couldn't generate a pass rush. I mean, what they had like twenty nine on the year or something like that. Um, so 16 has a decisive edge there, but when in doubt, don't you always take the better quarterback? Mm-hmm. And I think we all are fans of Dak, and we were bigger fans of Dak in 16 when he could do no wrong, but he didn't come close to approaching MVP levels, which, which Tony Romo absolutely did that year. Okay, so let's take it one step further. When you talk about the running games with DeMarco Murray versus Zeke Elliott, which do you think was a better running game? DeMarco? Because DeMarco put up the numbers. He DeMarco certainly put had up the numbers. a better statistical That's what I'm season. Yeah, so which do you say was – but but watching it, you watched but, the no, game. Seek's the which better Which was better? Which was – I'm saying which running game was better? Which which in, in crunch time, who could run it better? In goal line, who could run it better? Like Seek. those kind of things. Seek. I, don't, I think that the um, 14 offense was just more balanced. Uh, run and pass, they could kind of do whatever you wanted them to do. And, you know, I thought a big game that year was when the when the, the – NFC East was on the line. You're facing a pretty good Colts team, and they went in there and just smashed yeah, yeah, yeah. them yeah. Uh, any way possible. I, I just think that the offense was just was just better. I mean, yes, Zeke might be a better back than than Murray, but I think the difference there is a lot smaller than the difference between where the way Tony was playing that year, not and the way that that Dak was. But I mean. But like you said, the defense was better in 16. Well, I think we'll take either one of those teams right now. I mean, oh, you, you take either one of them. Yeah, teams that won 12 and 13 games, please sign me up. But in this, in that scenario, I would pick the 14 team to win. You always defer the better quarterback in a close game. You have a better line, though, in 16 because they were older. I'm just saying, you know, Zach was a rookie. Tyron was kind of coming into his own. That was the first year they really were kind of – I don't know. You good. had Leary balling out. I mean, he Leary was on both teams, but I, I don't know. Okay. I would love I would love to see that. Doug Free. Be interesting. I I love that type of stuff. Like you know, like just what ifs in football. Just it's a shame you don't ever actually get to see it play out. Yeah. Well, you know what sucks? You will never find out. Exactly. That's what sucks. What do you got? <laughs> Is the lack of run after catch more of an issue with personnel or play calling? How do they rank? I, I haven't really looked at that. How they rank as far as run after catch? Yeah. Are one of the worst teams in the league? Honestly, I don't know. That's that's a sorry. That's interesting because I think the answer is probably both. But because you can always say, yeah, they could kind of scheme them better to 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 make plays on the run, and and you know, and the quarterback can throw you open. 
But I think more than anything, it comes down to the type of receivers. They just don't have those receivers that are that are just dynamic, and they're not using one of them like we, we would think in um in, in Tavon. But I mean, you've got to be able to you know catch a pass over the middle and you know and really break away. We just don't see that you know like a Terrell Owens did or Dez did. You know, one of Dez's big plays last year against the Giants was run after catch. There's yeah. one guy on this team that has that potential, and I, yeah, we would all agree he's not seeing the ball enough or being incorporated enough. So I think it's probably it's I mean play calling but also yeah this is we said this yesterday this Thanks. is this is a talent poor receiver group. And that, I mean obviously they're in the NFL. I'm not trying to bash them but compared to when you look at the monsters on that Detroit right. offense. And but, this was by design. They they yeah. the Cowboys designed that they were but not going to go when, premium on wide receivers. It is also their design to improve that group in time you, I think. No, I think and I think Gallup is a start to that. I think yeah. they feel like they they got a young good player that that will be a good player for them long term. When you think of the type of catch that Hearns is making, it seems like every time it's like 12 yards turn around, make the catch or mm-hmm. 9 yards a slant or whatever. Those plays aren't aren't really designed for that, you know. I mean, he's not he's not the type of player that's just going to break through and Beasley's never been that type of guy run after catch. Not not really. I mean, he'll put the sauce on you and yeah. get four or five extra yards, right. but which is good. No, that's it is. a good it's thing. Great. He turned a nine yard gain into a 14 yard gain. The, that's a good the thing. The Giants yeah. game last year. Um, I remember Dez had that slant and he scored. And then also Beasley had a, had a catch like that where he made a catch and then looped around and went like 50 yards. Yeah. And so I'm, it I'm worried about him with that loop around. Cause it seems like he does it a lot now. And I'm afraid defenders are going to be like, all right, this is how, just be waiting for him right when he loops around. Be waiting right there and lay him out. I just that that worries hey, me a little bit. He's tough. I mean, he is tough, no doubt about 16, it. Sixteen, he got absolutely annihilated in that Bears game. Yeah, like I'm not worried that. about him. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So. Which one's more likely to happen for this upcoming game? The defense getting turnovers or Seek having over 200 yards, all-purpose yards. Hmm. Defense getting turnovers or Zeke going 200? Zeke I going like 200. both of those things as possibilities because Deshaun Watson has thrown a pick in every game, and this Texan secondary is poor. They're 27th in the league, and I said this yesterday. I don't, I don't think their run defense is as good as the stats would indicate because I think they've played one team that's really good at running the ball, and the Giants did whatever they wanted to. I mean, teams that, that are aggressive to get after them to try to get sacks, they will give up runs. I mean that that's that's what's really important there is you got to use that aggressiveness that Houston has and to your advantage and if Clowney wants to get up the field that's fine but that's where Zeke should be running right past them so I think that there's going to be a, a cat and mouse game going on with there in that situation I'll take I, Zeke. I like I'll take Zeke though as the more likely I'll take Zeke but I don't love it because I don't trust them to get the, I, I he blew up in the passing game and so I don't trust it to happen again this week like, I mean <laughs> yeah, I want it to. It's yeah, not a lot. It, it's not a lot of times in the NFL where you see that a guy go off like that and then he does it again. I mean, like Jay Ajayi or something did it like that, but it's just not. Houston's got to be saying, "All right, we're going to stop." I well, you're right, but I mean, like good teams scheme ways to throw their running back the ball. Like, and, and what we talked but, about though, I'd say turnovers is but better. We also talked about <laughs> this a lot of earlier in the season. Like every team goes into the game saying we got to stop Zeke. Not every team has the personnel to stop Zeke. And right. from, from the, 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 the layout Dave gave us, it doesn't sound like they have the personnel to necessarily just be able to impose their will on Zeke. There are some defenses that can, 
I don't know if Houston can. They certainly haven't shown so far this year that mm-hmm. they have the ability just to stop. Like, we are going to stop you, and there's nothing you can do to, to not Nick, let us stop to you. To Nick's point, 200 yards is a lot it in is. the NFL. It's a ton. It is. It is. So who are you put, putting all your Zeke. chips in? I said Zeke. Zeke? Yeah. I said the uh, turnovers. turnovers. I'll just ride with Zeke. All right. I've I, seen that before. I trust Zeke. I've yeah. seen that recently. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Okay, most people believe both Dak and the coaching staff are on the hot seat this year. Is there a scenario where one leaves and the other stays? Or or are these two joined at the hip? No, Dak's going to be your quarterback next year. So if you don't like Dak, you better get ready for at least another Another year. year. At least one more year he's going to be your quarterback. You think that's 100% true? I do think that's 100%. Because even if the Cowboys decided this year, by the end of the year, we don't think he's a long-term answer. I don't think that they necessarily will have the long-term answer or a better answer for next year. Okay. That they wouldn't mean try they to address start. it in the draft? This yeah, and maybe they, draft? Start, they, maybe they address it in the draft. Then the question becomes, is that guy good enough when they draft him to immediately become the starter? Or is it one of those situations like with Pat Mahomes? They knew that he was going to be their future, but they said, hey, we're going to let this play out for a year, and then he will become our starter. Well, and with Dak having one more year in his contract, why wouldn't yeah, you? Because Dak's not Alex Smith. I mean, I mean, I think Alex Smith, where that offense last year was better. Um, if, if this scenario happens, I don't think it's a Pat Mahomes-Kansas City thing. I think it's probably closer to Cleveland and Buffalo. Are you two, three weeks looking for any kind of sign to bring the guy in, and you bring him in? So I don't agree with that. Actually, I, I don't think that the I will say this though, and y'all, you guys follow all of college football more than I do. Just the things I've heard people talk about who are supposed to be knowledgeable. There aren't the number of good quarterbacks coming out this year that necessarily. Well, last year, all that changes so. though. I mean, a bowl game can change all of that. Yeah. You know, Vince Young was doing pretty good things, and then the bowl game was unbelievable, and then he was all of a sudden a high pick. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, I think, shot up a lot at the end of the season. I think uh, Deshaun Watson shot up a lot at the end of the season. So I do think that it might some of that will change. Some of that I think will change. I know the Missouri kid is great, but to answer the question, I mean, like I I think that that Garrett has to to do. I think this team has to go into the playoffs and maybe a round or two into the playoffs. I really believe that. I think for Garrett, for Garrett, and I think Dak. You can have. I mean, there's going to be an All-Pro quarterback this year that doesn't make the playoffs. You know, Russell Wilson was unbelievable last year, and he they just team didn't make the playoffs. So that's why my point all along is, yeah, I think it can be that way where Dak's still the guy showing arrows pointing up, but this team, you know, this team didn't get it done. Familiarize yourself with the name Justin Herbert. Where or, it's a quarterback coming out, Oregon. Not saying he's going to wind up on the Cowboys, but if you're talking about guys one. You know, who are going to be big-time picks, Drew Locke from Mizzou is the other one, but Justin Herbert. Um, Alabama? Is he not I don't, He's not draft eligible. No, That's the scary thing about him. Yeah. Um, Get him out of there. I, <laughs> he's going to be good. It's so good. If the season goes south, which, I mean, we're hey, we're 2-2. Two and two. You never know what's going to happen. But if the season goes really no, we're south, doing good. it's a better chance that Dak is on this team in 19 than – Jason Garrett, if the season really yes. goes south, right? So, what if it just goes like this, eight and eight? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't like. I yeah. think you have to address it with court. I think you have to address the court. But that's record. what I'm saying. If you go eight and eight, I don't think that means Dak is gone next year. No, I do think that that probably means the end. What do you do? What do you do if this team goes eight and eight and Dak plays eight games like the Lions game, where he looks like the man, and then eight games like. That's, that gets back to my point. Panthers game. He sticks around for another year. Probably. And you give him one more year to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. See if next year do, becomes a year that he's do better. Do you try to do something to address the future in the yeah, spring? Maybe so. Yeah. Because so. here's the problem. Here's the thing about quarterback. You can't have too many good ones. 
So you address it, and if he happens to just ball out next year, now you got yourself a good guy on the bench. You can do like like New England did with Garoppolo. I mean, there's a yeah. whole litany of teams that have had that second quarterback that they then go out and get a, a nice a nice uh, number of picks for. I think that's ev- a, there are there are a lot of teams that a look Mason for Rudolph type second round draft where you like a guy that doesn't have to play right away, but he's pretty high pick, so you kind of like him. And yeah. It gets Dak's attention for sure. You get draft a second round quarterback. Oh, we're talking we'll about see. we're talking All about right. April. Hey, th- this Let's, game right here will play a big factor into where things are going to be. Honestly. Let's go ahead and take our final break, and when we come back, we'll get into game day predictions. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than specs and features as well. you got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. To experience one for yourself, visit your local Texas John Deere dealer or go to myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Playmaker, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The Playmaker includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm and a Cowboys can cooler. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word COWBOYS. The Jack Black Playmaker, 10 bucks, free shipping. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to the break. Not sure exactly when the NFL trade deadline is, but it's got to be coming up pretty soon. We've been talking a lot about Week trades. six, isn't it? Okay. So. Be next week? So right. after this is when you need to start thinking about making some trades. We've been talking about trades. You think actually want to know? <laughs> no, it, I mean, I, I know it's coming up but soon. Fans want but fans want to mm-hmm. know. But speaking of trades, this time you trade in your old, worn out, tidy whities, Derek, for the latest and greatest in men's underwear. Tommy John. My underwear. Trust us. Tommy John underwear features a contour pouch, mind blowing comfort. Plus, you can shop exclusive Cowboys underwear for men's and women's. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. 20% off your first order. It's TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Trade your old stuff in. Maybe we can do a little giveaway coming up or something with where we give away a Tommy John. On the oh. Derek. What? You, come no. on, Derek. No, yeah, that's good. I think that's no, good. Yeah. No. What Americans no, yeah. Say, yeah, no, What Americans say, get your mind out of the gutter. No, no that yeah. was not what I was saying. <laughs> I just I actually I kind of harken back to what we were talking about the other day when we were talking about the the 
if you, it's a wedgie free guarantee, like you just take them off and send them back. So I'll you say, said, yeah, give away. These were right now. <laughs> right, I was like, you're just like, hey, Fix yeah. Those. Some clean, you love Nikki, soft, and here you go. It's like, that's what I was thinking. So <laughs> I apologize. The trade deadline is October 30th, which I believe that's week nine. That's Ooh, right after the Cowboys after the bye? bye week. Yeah. yeah. I, I, week six is just imprinted on my brain. I wonder if they changed that recently or maybe I'm just crazy. But it's so it's week nine. So got it. Still got some time to do those crazy deals that we all know they're going to do. Trade for a guy who's hurt? Trade for a guy who's hurt? No. Guess right. he'll be at Texas OU this weekend, maybe. Anything else? Around. I mean, he's, yeah, Does he's, he have anything he's, else to do? he's gonna be in like a gigantic boot, I would guess. Hey, you can party in a boot, right? I do, you know, you, we've been friends and you've been my boss long enough to know that I, like, I don't really care for Texas, but... I didn't know that you didn't care. I don't really care for most of the schools in Texas, just having to live here as an LSU fan. But I'm I'm rooting for you all this week. I'm rooting for you all this season. I don't know. Something about Texas this year. That you like? I just... Until we start annoying you. Until you start annoying me, for sure. Then you're going to be out. Yeah. Yeah. That's how most people are. I'm going to be... They miss Texas when Texas isn't good, but as soon as we get good... And, be, and Texas fans start talking about how good we think we are. I'm going to be cheering for y'all right up until triple zeros. And if y'all win, I'm going to be like, oh, now here we I'm go. Sick right? of these guys. <laughs> now here we go. Yeah. yeah. OK, we talked earlier in the week. We talked about the Texans offense. We talked about the Texans defense. What is the best thing that the Texans do when you summarize and combine both of those? O- offense and defense? Yeah. In general, hmm. as a team, I would say the best thing they do is make impact plays, and what I mean by that is they rush the passer really well. They get the ball out. Watt and Clowney are gross, and you got to account for them. And then the best thing Deshaun Watson does is extend plays and turn mundane gains into big ones, just by being athletic and confident. So, I think there are three guys on that team who are consistent, and they're going to be consistently good. You got to worry about them. That's the two guys you just mentioned on defense, and I think the other is DeAndre Hopkins. You look at DeAndre Hopkins' career, no matter what quarterback he's had, and he's had some bad ones every year, he still is putting up really big numbers in catching the ball. So he's got a much better quarterback now than he's ever had before. Um, so I think he's he's probably going to be even better this season as the season wears on. But all that being said, those three players for the Texans always show up. Those are the three that if you lose this game, I guarantee they will be a part of you losing this game. That's I just I just keep having daydreams about like a broken coverage on a mm-hmm. you know busted sack and going go. the distance or I mean like I said the Texans gave up they only won by a field goal last week and uh, Jadavion Clowney scored a touchdown himself mm-hmm. like that's the type of things you got to watch out for those three guys I think are by far the best players they got those are the ones you got to worry about if the they most. play like if they play a clean game they should win honestly but the cowboys yeah yeah but they haven't played a clean game on the road this year yeah the people you just mentioned both of you does that tie along with what the cowboys would struggle most with and going up against wait one more time she's the, saying so does no. that match I up mean, with the the, the, you the got areas what the, where the cowboys are deficient no right. because the cornerback is playing the cornerbacks are playing pretty well byron jones and uh and cheeto are playing well and the offensive line you know you're you're tackles or you got one of the best in the game and tyron smith and you know lyle he's had some struggles but he, he's he's a fighter he gets in there and he'll he'll i think he'll play pretty well actually so I, so what are the cowboys going to struggle the most with and they still well, could struggle with with that but i think that they're better suited than a lot of teams are to, to actually block those guys yeah. i'll differ with you just a little bit i i agree with most of what you're saying but i do think that what you throw in there is the safety so yes the cornerbacks are playing well 
But what happens when they're in zone coverage, which is how they've gotten beaten these last couple weeks in, as far as the big plays they've given up. When they're in zone coverage and the safety's supposed to be in a particular place or the safety is the last guy to make that tackle and doesn't make that tackle, that's the part that Damn. I think could be a challenge for you. And when you look at the offensive line, there are still some areas of the offensive line that can still be problems, and those guys tend to move around. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Clowney and you got Watt that kind of can jump into different spots at times. I think you're as well equipped to deal with Watt and Clowney as you could hope to be with Lyle and Tyron, but Dak has gotten mauled in both road games this yeah. year, and, and these two guys are good at what they do. So, I mean, how many, that's concerning. How many deep balls have the Cowboys given up here in the last two games? Three, uh, seven against the Lions. Deep balls? What are you calling deep balls? Well, I, I charted 30? this in my column yesterday. 30 plus? They've, 20 no. Plus. Well, so I'm calling an explosive play a 16 yard run or a 20 yard pass. Got Sorry, it. I mean, I don't know if that qualifies as yeah, a deep ball. Yeah, 20 plus is why I say deep balls. Uh, they gave, they've given up 13 explosive plays this season, which is actually pretty good. Uh, but half of them came in that game, and they gave up two 30 plus yard touchdowns in that game. Okay. The three touchdowns that they've given up, though. I mean, this is important for the key players to be on the field. I think in all three of those plays, they've had backup players on the field. So they've got – I mean, that just shows a little bit about their depth, right? Mm. Jordan Lewis was the one that whiffed on the first play um, against the Lions. I know Heath was out of the game at the very end of the game. Which one was the one that Heath whiffed on the tackle? Right, but it was Jordan Lewis that, that, you know – I mean, it's that list was a backup corner. Like I, I'd like the other guys out there maybe making a tackle there. Yeah. And then on the two, it never gets to Heath if you right one Seattle game. I know Heath was out, and then also um, the the last touchdown Heath was out there. That's not what, saying Heath's going to make a big difference because he messed up that one play. But I'm just saying that's what concerns me. And that's I wrote about that yesterday. Is this team going all the way through Rod Marinelli's tenure? Awesome at limiting the truly backbreaking plays. They get I, they gave up fifty four or more explosives in every season that he's been the coordinator. They've limited it to ten or fewer thirty yard touchdowns every year. They only gave up four thirty plus yard touchdowns in sixteen and seventeen. They've already allowed three. Yeah, They've already allowed almost as many as a whole season in four games. And I I mean I get your point, but like Jeff Heath. Pushing that guy out of bounds, it's a 16-yard game. That's nothing. You give up 16-yard games right. in every game. And you save a touchdown, you may may hold him to no points, you may hold him to field goal. Yeah, that's, it's, that's I mean, points. It may, you know, people dogged on Barry Church, but he made those tackles. Even if it was 20 yards down the field, hell of a lot better 20 yards down the field than not at all. So, yeah. All right, give me your crazy prediction and final score of the game. Derek? Hmm, crazy prediction. Well, I've kind of already said it that I think Zeke will do 200 total yards. Um, but actually, I'm going to give you another one. I actually think I think back-to-back games, I think Dak hits them for 250. Um, I think Dak's going to have another good game this week throwing the ball. Um, I think the Cowboys, I'm hopeful, I should say, that the Cowboys saw last week the the advantage to doing some of the things they did. And my hope is that they take what they did last week and they combine it with they, what they did in week two where they used Tavon more. And I think they're now they're really clicking. If they can use Tavon more in the context of what they were doing last week, I think that offense can really get going. And I, I expect that Dak will have 250-plus yards passing this game. I think the Cowboys win. Um, I know these guys said they think it's a, it's a you know, like back and forth. I don't know if I necessarily see that. I see these teams both starting off kind of slow and uh, in kind of this plotting game. I do think at some point it's going to be a trading of scores. Uh, I think it ends up being somewhere in the 20s, though, probably somewhere around 24-21 Cowboys win. 
I think the first interception of the season will be Anthony Brown. I think he'll get the he'll get the first pick for the Cowboys. That's my crazy prediction that they'll get a pick and it'll be him. Um, I think this is going to be back and forth. I think it's going to come down to the end. I think it's going to be loud and crazy. I think the Texans. I'm until the Cowboys can win on the road. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I think if this was a noon game, I like Dallas. Three o'clock. I really? like Dallas. If this is a night game, I like I like Houston. I say twenty eight. Uh, I'll say twenty. Uh, <laughs> it's like twenty eight to twenty six. Okay, Houston. Another two point game. Yeah, I want to pick the Cowboys. Like you look at, I've, I've watched the tape. I've I've tried my best to do my homework. I think there are a lot of favorable things about this matchup, especially you know coming off this last game. You hope they can carry it forward. I straight up don't trust them to. I'm. I mean, what reason have they given me to so far? They've they've looked really bad on the road the first two games, and I don't have reason so far to believe they can carry it forward into a very loud, very hostile road environment against a team that rushes the passer. Um, I think they'll play better than they did in Seattle and Carolina, but. And I, I want to be wrong. Like I said, I want to pick the Cowboys. I just can't bring myself to do it. So I'll happily eat crow here on Monday if they win. But I'm thinking Watson makes enough plays to win 31-27. Okay. Well, well, I'm picking the Cowboys this weekend, 24-20. I think this is finally the game where Dak connects with Rico in the end zone Uh-oh. for a touchdown. Let's I think, do it. Rico. Man, they've got plenty of practice by now. So it should finally, hopefully – start working now so we'll see we'll see we'll figure out we'll come back on monday discuss what happened during this game and see who won and what happens from there on so for Derek eagleton nicky min david hellman and member garcia see you guys next time on cowboys break on dallascowboys.com radio Radio. this has been a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how about this cowboys